okay. We're live for whoever's listening. Thanks for coming out. I'm so excited. I have a lot of questions. So for people looking at us, you're here on episode three, Planeta Patineta, which is Spanish for Skate Planet. Thanks for joining us. And our great guests today, we have Juan Chavez and Mike Purse, two Chicago local skaters. Not for my times, but still skating in these times. Um, I guess I don't want to introduce y'all because I feel like I don't know y'all enough to give you a proper introduction. So I want you to kind of give us a little bit brief introduction of yourselves and who you are in present moment in like your skate lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm Juan Chavez. Uh, been skating for a very long time. I'm also an artist and uh, you know this artist, family and skateboarding that's how my life goes. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. So I'm Michael Purs and uh, I've been sort of involved in the Chicago skate scene casually for quite a while and um, you know now my life is uh, Home ownership, you know, uh, family and uh, skateboarding, and uh, it's uh, it's been going great the last couple of years. Nice. Keeping it complex. Yeah, yeah right. Busy <laughs> lives. So I reached out to y'all because I wanted y'all to come out to the show and talk about this project of yours. Um, I was talking to you earlier. What is it called exactly? Is it called the Thirty Fifth DIY? The Marshfield DIY, the, like, what is the official name of the DIY? I, it doesn't have an official name. Marshfield it's, Courts? It's, uh, I think uh, the, colloquially it's known as the Courts. Yeah. Right. And then Marshfield Courts is another name that seems to be sticking, but we don't, we never officially. Yeah. There's, there's no official name, but I am making stickers. Mm-hmm. The what say is 30, 35th DIY. 35th DIY. That's the Instagram page too, right? I don't know. Is there an Instagram I've page? I've seen an Instagram page. Is that supposed page? to be one? <laughs> Who started that? Oh, good question. We don't know. You. We don't know. No way. Yeah. No. I've seen that Instagram page around. No. Who this, knows this who is, runs it? it. It's, it's, not, it's not official. It's not. Yeah. It's none of your crew members that started mm-hmm. that? Nobody. That's so weird. And it's, not, it's like private. at one point, but we don't know who did it. We don't know. They're also private, so that's weird. Yeah. Uh, huh? Strange. Yes, pretty strange. We'll find out. (laughs) Thanks for letting us know. (laughs) Anybody listening, if you all know, if you started that page, we want to know who you are. So tell us about how the DIY started. Because I know when I was an undergrad, I was following you on social media and I saw like the opening of the event Mm -hmm. for the space. But I think when you opened the space, it didn't register to me that it was like a skate like space. At least maybe I just didn't look into it too much. But how has the space changed um, from its beginnings? And like, what were your both of your goals for the space? Okay, well, I, I can I can shine a little bit of background on the spot. Um, I was approached by uh, Vice and PBR because they wanted to do they wanted to highlight artists across the country who are doing some community sort of uh, community involvement projects right and beautification projects so when they came they went to LA they went to San Francisco they, they went to New York Philly and uh, Detroit and, the, and Chicago right so when it came to me I said no I would love to do it but I don't uh, there's no project 
that I want to do. That, mm-hmm. that means no project that I have this, you know, sort of right now that, that sort of uh, fits within the criteria. I said, the only thing there is, is this is a abandoned basketball court. Um, I can clean it up and I can, you know, uh, as a community effort, and then we can throw an event. And uh, through this event, uh, we can invite multiple communities to come together, the McKinley Park community, um, that com- that's composed of like, you know, concerned neighbors and blah, 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 and parents and kids and, and clean the whole thing up. At the same time that I wanted to do like, well, you know, this is an empty spot, empty concrete slab. Let's do uh, some, some skate thing on here. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> throughout the process of, you know, getting, getting this event going, you know, there was some limitations on what we could build for skateboarding. So I only built two benches. They were kind of tall, but there were marble benches on top. And that was really it at the beginning. Um, but, you know, then sort of like organically things started coming apart, coming in place. Like first the benches, and then next thing you know, there was a rail. Someone brought in a rail. Um, and that's really how it started until one day, uh, Mike and I walked by and we're like, we saw someone pour crappy ass quarter pipe and we're like, what the fuck yeah. is this? <laughs> it, was, it, was, uh, it, it was the start of something and it was at the, it was at the very beginning of the pandemic, I think. I think right. a lot of these projects started when, you know, people had cabin fever mm-hmm. and decided, uh, you know, let's, let's do something. So Juan and I, you know, we met up there and then we met, linked up with uh, more people. There is kind of a core crew. I'm not going to name names because I don't want to... Oh, shit, I'll give shout-outs to everybody. <laughs> yeah, you got what I was going to say. You, you, you want to? I, I, I don't want to the original like crew. less important than anybody else. The original the whole, crew. Yeah, because we okay. got a whole crew now. Yeah, it, you have a big crew. It's a good-sized right. crew, but it started out as about four people. Yeah, and, uh, it was Aaron... Alex, Alex, and was that it? Yeah, and that was that was the original right. core group, and we kind of started talking and just being like, well, you know what? We, there's nothing around us that's just like immediately available to skate. It's mm-hmm. kind of a no yeah. man's land. Yeah, it's either you, know, you go to like little village or yeah. yeah. And that's that's very difficult to get to unless you're driving. Right, you know, right, you right. Try to ride your bike there or walk there. It's like yeah, no. come from McKinley Park to. to Little village is uh, takes time and energy. So we, we just thought this is this derelict lot that sat for so long, and uh, you know maybe we could just become you know custodians of it, you know, and and beautify it. We kind of wanted. I think the the overarching goal is to make it a skate spot slash community space. Um, and I'm I'm a big believer in public space and publicly mm-hmm. accessible space because if you think about it you leave your house every day what is immediately available to you that's technically public the street sidewalk everything else is kind of off limits you know unless you go to one of the bigger parks mm-hmm. and so this idea of having these like smaller spaces scattered throughout you know a community I think helps like shore up the foundation of that community because people interact with one another they're you know you're more likely to go and meet somebody new and like you know if you if you go through there whether it's to skate or to like sit down and read a book or to do whatever you know we see a lot of like families with kids coming through there 
it's just this sort of multi-use space. So it's it's evolved mm -hmm. um, with a lot of various people's input. And it will continue to grow. I mean, that's yeah. the nice thing about it. it. It came up as an organic venture, which is kind of nice, you know. Um, and, you know, there's, like, there's a few spots that, that you can go and skate. Um, in the city, there's, you know, like I grew, I grew up coming downtown to skate. Like there were no parks, mm -hmm. you know, me and downtown Chicago and all the spots everybody knows, those are my spots forever, right? Yeah. Um, and but, what time was that in? In like, the 90s. The 90s, yes. Yeah. Kind of, you know, along with Mike was around that time too, you know, downtown we ruled mm -hmm. at night till the morning, you know, and we skated every spot and got chased by every cop, you know, but um, it were different times. Yeah. Like now I don't come downtown that often. Maybe my niece can't take it anymore, but you know, but I don't come downtown. So I needed a, also a spot that's nearby that I can roll around. Yeah. You know, and, and going to uh, Burnham, which I still like to go. I think that's one of the parks that have the best flow in the city. Like you can move around that thing so easily because it's, it's designed that way. So when we started doing this one, the vision. Uh, has been not to make it like other DIYs, not to make it with super like crazy transitions, mm -hmm. to keep it more street, mm -hmm. you know, because it's important to keep it kind of street, right? Um, there's goals, you know, I, I want to be able to, uh, and we talked about this, and to bring back a section of the, of the fire hole. Mm -hmm. you know, old legendary. Oh, legendary. I don't know if you ever heard no. about the fire tell, hole. But, tell me. Yeah. Oh. Fire hose is a series of bumps. There was, like, I don't know how many, but there were brick bumps yeah. on Laramie and Armitage. Okay. And um, you had to pump hard to get speed on that, but if you got going, you got going good. And it was like amazing if you make it all the way around it. Um, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, that doesn't exist anymore, mm. but it still exists in the memories. And it yeah. would be nice to have at least one or two bumps. Yeah. You know, like things like that, they're like, you know, they were not built for skateboarding, but, you know, to bring them back is kind of nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's been the kind of kind of the focus on it yeah. is to make it a fun place. Yeah, that's amazing. And last time I went to go visit y'all, there's a lot of community members walking by. And so mm. to me, it seemed like they were really supportive of the space. How has the community accepted you all as like not newcomers, but like sort of experimenting with this public space have they been supportive have you had like people giving you like some hay or you know have you come across any problems well let's let's start with the hate we don't have to talk about the hate if you don't want to well the hate's been minimal the hate's been minimal you have to understand that that park that you know used to be a basketball court and it was abandoned for 30 years or so right so you know, 30 years it was just a yeah i kind of thought it I thought it was like a house, maybe. No, so it, no was it was a basketball. It was an old basketball court, and so at first when we started going in there, I mean, I remember uh, cleaning up the place, right? You know, with uh, my friend Armani and my uh, Stu and Dimas, right? We were out there like cutting the weeds off the between the cracks, and you know, and the neighbor just like blasting rancheras, man, like, whew, and not cocorridos. I was like like blasting him right so that was the, the initial like hate came from that it was like mm. it was like music terrorism okay. 
like subtle hate. Yeah, like, no, yeah, that yeah. wasn't subtle. That was. But like, it was. It was like non-confrontational, right? <laughs> oh, it was very confrontational. Just like he'll put the speakers right out onto the back porch. Oh, like that. Yeah, like, pit, like that. Yeah. Not even like jamming out in their house. It was no, like, no, like blasting it, right? So, and he happened all the time until, you know, one day when we had the event. They were out there in the front porch, and I, I took a case of beer and. A, big platter of of uh of sandwiches and i said here you go thank you for like being chill and after that he chilled so the confrontation has been like you know on and off mm -hmm. and the hate hasn't been really too serious yeah you no know, it's just like when you start something new there's like the people there's a little bit of resistance but you know that resistance sort of like easily was you know was, was managed but like good intentions you know like Telling people, hey, here we clean it. We're here to clean it up. You know, we're here to take care of this place. Mm -hmm. We're here, you know, um, to make it better. And the, the other neighbors were like super supportive. Completely the opposite. You know, like we couldn't build it without the neighbors' help. You know, it's like water and electricity has been godsend. We talk to them all the time. They, they know as well. Uh, for Father's Day, we gave them a gift. We gave, we got them a card and gave them some cash and say thank you for all the support. You know, you're giving us and they're you, wonderful people. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. we've had um, the, the thing to note that I, that I, you know, I'm not really pointing fingers at any department specifically, but Chicago seems like unresponsive to like community needs mm -hmm. a lot of times, and very much and, on the south side too. And yeah, very much on the south side. So I think that we've gotten a lot of positive response because it's just a all volunteer effort and, mm -hmm. and the singular goal is to just take something and just make it better yeah for everybody you know and then historically you know we we're talking about coming up in the 90s uh people don't realize this but chicago has been notoriously hostile to skateboarding compared yes. to a lot of other cities yes uh, and it still is for some reason when we got you really think so now even i think I so like when i went to mexico city a lot more skate parks, like really good, like the like the government is really supportive of skaters. That's what yeah. I got. So when I came well, back here, had, it wasn't like yeah. But you, you look at like the the parks that we got, and you know, like I said, I'm not because we're working to improve the situation. But yeah. it's, it's kind of miserable when you look at like the condition that Thirty First Street is in, mm -hmm. and uh, just in what that park was uh, to begin with was a sort of uh, spearhead for kind of city-sponsored gentrification. You know, we were told the whole story about how, like, the skaters that were involved in that design, they were told, yeah, you guys are, this is, I think, paraphrasing the story from mm -hmm. someone who I won't mention by name, but they go, you're, you're like the Marines that were sending you in first. Because mm. it was like, at that time, 31st Street, it was a beautiful park, and a lot of people enjoyed it. I loved going down there at the time. When you it were at the opening, right? Yeah. What and, year uh, was that opening? That was 2000, I think. 2000? Yeah. I remember you have a story, right? Oh, yeah. Sorry to sidebar, but... I my face. <laughs> There's a picture of you. There's a photo of me that uh, still pops up from time to time from that day. I was, I was but, in the design stages of that. It was designed by skaters, but not built by skaters. Yeah, it was, and it was and conceived and, by skaters. Right. The design and the execution were somebody that had no... The, when that park came around in terms of design, 
it's like you know um, a friend of skateboarding's Nathan who works for the city uh, probably like put it out there for us and said like hey you guys need to create a team they're gonna build a skate park you guys sh- should design the skate park and was in contact with the people at the park district that were gonna design it so we ended up you know putting you know sort of like the the conversation together of what the park should look like mm. and at first it was like a model out of like modeling clay and like you know it was like to show all the design all the, all the, the features all yeah. the features that we wanted to have on there um yeah so it was like you know at that point you know we were all hyped that we get in a concrete park in the city because I mean, there was nothing yeah there was nothing. We had to drive to Rockford, or we had to drive to Deerbe- Deerfield, so or Burnham the Lennox. So Burnham was built first, yeah. and then Wilson? Yeah. yeah. Burnham, Burnham was, was the first, the first concrete park uh, in the park. So, oh. yeah. you know, on these meetings at that park, for that park with the construction company, they were complete assholes to us. Really? You know? Like, yeah, they didn't want to, they didn't want to hear it. Yeah. They didn't it's, want to I mean, it's, the, the fact that that park exists and that that group of people made that happen is nothing short of miraculous when you look back at it and mm-hmm. just the fact that it exists and because what happened was is the the skaters pushed for that design and then once the basic idea was in the city's hands they wanted nothing more to do with the skaters mm-hmm. there's no more input you know there was you know the way that it was being poured the the construction methods there's the control joints that like your wheels sink into mm-hmm. the so expansion was, zones. yeah the surface mm-hmm. was, was finished with brooms the way they do sidewalks so you mm. know you fall on it it's like sandpaper transitional yeah. sidewalks um, yeah it was very much a city being unresponsive to the very people it's supposed to serve right you know and i, th- I think that it's it's a culture in chicago that's part of an old political culture I think that's sort of dying out right now and there's a lot more younger people that are actually interested in making cities be great places to live that you know that actually respond to its constituents needs you know so that's where we're at and how we got here and there's still a lot of work to do and, mm-hmm. you know my vision is that this is just a part of that work mm-hmm. you know yeah and how was the design process like? Because I have no experience in like the design process for the for, for the thir- skate parks. Period. For Thirty like, Fifth Street or no, like for, for Burnham or like how do those? Well, Burnham is is built by a skateboard company. So uh, not 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 Burnham, Wilson. Burnham is built by some guy that you know some company that gave they they didn't want to listen to us to skaters to talk you know about concrete and how they should be poured right. They wanted to do their own thing. At the end, you know, we'll adapt it, and uh, Burnham still a lot of fun, right? People complain on it all the time, you know. That is, you complain about it. I bet it was like it's like anything else. That bowl in there, that was the first bowl, the first kidney bowl, and that thing is awful. But it's once you get it, it's so much fun to ride. Mm. Yeah, it's so much fun. I still rather go there than go to Wilson. the, the way that it's built, I mean, it's like you, you're skating transitional sidewalks. You're skating something that's very Chicago. Right. Mm. And it's, mm. it's very it's unique. It's a good way to put Chicago. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's, I mean, it's falling apart now, but if you get going on that part, it's like no stopping you. There's like endless lines, and the, all those lines have one thing in common. It's like transition, transition, transition from one one corner to another. I can, I can go into five lines just, you know, 
coming down the top of the stairs. Mm -hmm. so if yeah. you roll in, yeah, you can get hit the whole park, and that's the way it was designed to be, right? Um, so you know, that's that design was cool, you know. But now Wilson, that was built by a skateboard company, like company that builds parks and Grand Park too. Mm -hmm. So you can see like the big difference in them. Did but, they um, ask for skater inputs? Um, do you don't, know I don't think you need to anymore. They... To, a, to a certain point. Mm -hmm. To a certain point. I don't think you need to as much anymore because this, the, yeah. you know, skate park companies are uh, owned by skaters mm -hmm. or, you know, staffed by skaters. skaters yeah. So, yeah, so it's like they don't need to consult mm -hmm. with us anymore. Yeah, right? so, be nice. so the new parks that are being <laughs> built are very professionally executed from yeah. the beginning, from the, the conception stages all the way to the grand yeah. opening. Right. It wasn't always the, the case, you right. know? Yeah. And it's, it's, it seems that um, it's kind of still isn't the case. I don't, I, a lot of the newer parks that I've seen come up, pop up in Chicago, like, like, I hate to, I, I love go skating all these parks, but Little Village, um, the other, the original Little Village, which is a little further west, uh -huh. um, That one's the, fun. That yeah, one's, like that they're they're, they're like all super one. fun, but you know, it, they're still, they weren't very, you know, when you look at them from a slight distance, you're like, yeah, this this wasn't really done with skater input. Yeah. You know, LV2. not a whole lot. Yeah. Every two yeah. I don't mess with. Why? It's just, it's just, I don't jive with it. What 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 about it? What is it? I mean, it's just personal. It's like mm. you know, nothing yeah. wrong with the park. It's just me. Mm. You know, <laughs> it's like it's, it's not you. <laughs> it's like you know, it's whatever. Yeah. We all like you preference, know, yeah, yeah, preference. Yeah, like, I, I, it feels like it's it's you know, it's kind of hard to skate going the opposite direction. Mm. Oh, okay. So you are you goofy or regular? I'm regular, but that has nothing to do with it. Is to what if it does? What if it's like a park built just for re for goofies? No, I, I, it has nothing to do with it because it, it feels like it's going down. Well, because it it does. It's on an incline. Because right. it's and built then, like in a, in a, on a right. mountain. Yeah. Right. So maybe that yeah. 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 So I'm like it's it's counterintuitive to me. Like, yeah. You have to go uphill. Right. In one direction. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm like I kind of get weirded out by yeah. That. It's like that deer, the first Deerfield part. It was also uphill. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> counterintuitive too. Anyways, uh, so. so I did want to ask, like, from the skills or like the knowledge that you gained based on um, skate park builds, did you apply that to your own ideas for the thirty fifty DIY? Yeah, I mean, this we didn't know anything about pouring concrete. We knew a little bit, you know, but has some knowledge but you know yeah, the 35th street has been kind of like learn as we go mm. and and but with in mind they're like oh that's gonna be so much fun right mm. but there's no like sit down sessions where we're like this is what it's all gonna look like it's kind of like we know what we want in it mm -hmm. and we're yeah. like this is the spot the this best, coming the, the, the best way that i think i could describe yeah. it is it's an uh, exquisite corpse and if you're familiar with what that is for anybody mm -hmm. listening that isn't, it's it's a sort of a design exercise where you sit down with a group of people and you take a big sheet of paper. The first person draws an image on one part and they cover up that image. Mm -hmm. And then with just the lines at the very end yeah. exposed, yeah. and then the next person has to draw their own interpretation of what those lines begin. And it's kind of been that way. 
you know, everybody, somebody will come up with, well, let's do a little bank to curb, and it'll be like a six foot section, and that got added onto and added onto, and then it's it's, it's like it's being executed very freehand in in real time, and as we do that, as that pro- process progresses, the execution gets better, and we've mm-hmm. had so we've had Aaron and Alex, uh, Juan and I, and uh, um, Zach. All the mics, Zach. All the, the mics. mics. <laughs> How many mics? About <laughs> three mics. Okay. The three or four. I only know I you. Know. Yeah. Um, know this other mic. This this is Mike. And then, and then um, there's Chicago Mike. Okay. Yeah. Chicago. And uh, Shane came on board. <laughs> yeah. Somehow we. I have no idea. I don't know if anybody knows. He showed up one day, and brought I know. magical skills. Shane showed up one day. He's just hit me up. <laughs> so. He's like, you guys want some help? Yeah, yeah, nice. I was like, okay. Lord. <laughs> now he like well, takes over a whole obstacle, like a whole project. Yeah, and, really and, dedicated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what he does for a living. Nice. You know, yeah. so he's like, "Hey guys, you guys want a hand?" I'm like, yeah. of course. And I, when, when he showed up, I was like, "Word." Yeah. yeah. No, so like I was. Like, you know, I remember telling everybody, "It's like, pay attention, yeah, pay attention, because yeah, yeah. he might not come back." Yeah. <laughs> This is awesome. It's, it's just as as the project started gaining momentum, which it really finally did this year. Right. This, this is the third year that we're working on it. It like really started to improve, and that's the cool thing about DIYs is that they're very, you know, I'm hoping this lasts for a long time, but by nature they can tend to be very temporary. But as right. part of that, we can always break out and rebuild something that mm-hmm. we don't like, you know, or something that could be that we did maybe one way and then we learned additional skills mm-hmm. that we can apply to it and be like, well, let's rebuild it a better way. Yeah, and y'all did that for the the snake, right? What is it called? Mm-hmm. Like the spine? Yeah. What was, was the problem with the original design? Nothing. So then why? <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was so built why? by me. <laughs> what happened? It was, it was too tight. Oh, okay. It was okay. too tight and hard to skate. I mean, I like things that are hard to skate, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little too. It was a. It was. It was really great for wallies. Yeah. And that was really nice to it. Like you can just fly and wally off of it, like super, mm. super nice. But you know, it was it was hard to skate. the The whole goal of that snake has been that you have this weird rail that you can grind or slide, like yeah. you know, like in an Curve S shape. Mm-hmm, right. And you know, because it takes a special skill to do that. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun when you do. You know, it always gives you a smile on your face when you're able mm-hmm. to S-slide something. Yeah. You know? I remember I showed up and I was trying to skate the pyramid and you came up to me and you were like, it wasn't supposed to be this steep. It just no. kind of like, this <laughs> is how it showed up. Like, it's how it came I'll, out. Yeah, it, it so came out. Yeah. I ollied it yeah. once and I landed on the flat. I'm like, wait, we did something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like it that it's skatable once you get used to it. Yeah. yeah. And that, but that's that's the thing, is like that's a lesson learned. Yeah. You know, right. Moving on as we progress, those mistakes won't won't be made. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean it's like it's it's turned into something really cool. And it's gonna it's gonna continue to be something really cool, right? Um because of the nature of it. I mean we're pulling not only knowledge, we're also pulling connections into it. Like people come are getting to know it a little bit more. Um, people ask me about it all the time. You know, it's like I when I'm like saying what's up to folks in other cities, they're like, "Hey, we heard about the DIY. It looks sick. Like, mm. you know, what's going on?" And it's like I start telling them about it. They get really excited. It's mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit, I want to come down and check it out." Um, 
you know, every time that people come down, it's just been like, whoa, this is this is happening here. Like mm-hmm. this is cool because, you know, uh, my buddy, my buddy Dave, you know, and and Larry, they come down from Uprise, you know, quite quite a bit. And every time, it's just like they bring some new folks, and you know, like connect connections with other folks. Like they brought over they brought over these dudes from uh, from Detroit. They also build their own DIY. Mm. So they came by, they were like, this is fucking sick, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like giving us pointers on what we should do, like, you know, giving us like, you know, some tips or giving me tips of what, how we should approach it because, you know, in, in Detroit, they did the same thing that we were doing. We just took over like a, ba- like a, a vacant like slab of concrete mm-hmm. and they started building on it. And then now the city is like, hey, you guys built on it. Like, you know, you guys take care of it, right? So there's a lot of similarities to other things that are happening mm-hmm. that's, that's really cool. Um, you know, and it's it's nice that it's like in conjunction with like in between the Pilsen DIY and the 39th and Normal DIY, right? It's but those those two. Is that the spot by Pershing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those those are three different skate spots, like yeah. completely different. Like Pilsen DIY is like transition haven, mm-hmm. right? Like you go there and this is gonna be transition. Yeah. And it's not easy transition to skate. It's difficult. No. Right. Yeah. It's pretty. And then like you go to. You go to that thing on normal at 39th, and that thing is insane. I don't know if you're. That ever thing's scared. real crusty. You got, I was scared. It's, it's, good. it's, it's scared, but it's if awesome. you, it, it's awesome. If yeah. you get in there and you pull something, yeah, it is like the most challenging, the most, like yeah. the best experience you can have with that spot. But it's like, oh, it's it's gonna call out, you know, some major skate gods to yeah. help you out on this one. I've seen some yeah. videos of people shredding that thing. And yeah. Like, wow. So, yeah. but you know, and then between there's this. There's this thing on 35th. There's neither this or this, right? It's mm-hmm. completely different. It's like mm-hmm. banks. It's like weird pyramid. Lots you know, of slappy, curves. Lots of curves. Wall rides. You know, hopefully some roll-ins. You know, now a, a, a snake spine. Like, you know, what's next? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like I said at the beginning, it's like, it would be nice to keep it just street because it would be so much different than anything else that you're out there skating, right? Yeah. So what I the what I got from when I went to go visit y'all was there was a good sense of community. There's yeah. a lot of community building. Like I remember there was like building going on, and then towards the end, people were just having a good time. Your dog came out. Your wife was there, and the neighbors were like visiting. It was a good time. So I yeah. felt really welcomed, and I think that's like me from like an outside perspective. I think that's also why it's thriving because people mm. get along and. Everybody's really accepting of each other and really supportive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's become that. I mean, the, this I think it comes with the territory. McKinley Park sort of like when I moved there, it seemed like people you know wanted to to do that there. Like the ones taking the initiative though. Like there was like this 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 um, a lot of older people, old, older yeah. people, and you know. But you know, if you take a, an abandoned space, you start making it your own, start cleaning it up, it really changes things, mm-hmm. right? It changes the approach. And then you know, I started like last or well, this year, this summer, I started bringing a couple, inviting artists to come to come down. So my friend Glenn Goldberg from New York came out and and did a, some cardboard cutouts, uh, in the cardboard, some plywood cutouts and paintings, right? Uh, my friend Emma Kerrigan also showed up. Um, this other artist that I invited that say yes, but it's like we haven't been able to get to it. Probably we'll get to it in the springtime. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to create more of like an art space as well than in, than just a skate park, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and and expand more on the community efforts on it. So it's, you know, one of the things that 
I love skateboarding for, and it is kind of a drawback sometimes, is the personalities that the skateboarding attracts. <laughs> it is certainly a drawback. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. But it's a manageable it's one. It's a manageable one. <laughs> meaning, meaning, like, you know, there's like, we, we're, we're in constant, like, friction between, like, a community community space and making it last longer, mm-hmm. right? And, and having more permanence to mm. it. But because of the nature of us, yeah. right? We don't like to follow rules. Right, that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why we got into skateboarding, right? right? Because we didn't want to fit in in anything else. We're like, we don't oh, skate- follow the rules, and we have very little patience. <laughs> right. <laughs> so people do stupid things, and you have to constantly check people, mm. right? Because of that, they're like, hey, no, we cannot do this. We love this. Remember? <laughs> yeah. You know, we want to stick around. We we want this to be, you know, a long lasting effect. So I mean, that's. From the, even from the beginning, you know, like, you know, we had um, some issues with, at the beginning with, um, with, what do we call it? The bicycle shop? Oh, yeah, the guys across the, the street. Because they, they, you know. The, oh, I've seen that. That's based, uh, yeah. Thing. They, the bicy- rent- it's a bicycle shop? <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's call it that. Yeah. <laughs> let's just call oh, it that. I passed by yeah. and there's like a, like a gallery space. Are you talking about that? Oh, one? yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it used okay. to be that. And it, and it was like a yeah. gallery space slash bike shop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right? <laughs> well, you know, we call it the bicycle shop. Okay. What it's the worst bicycle it? shop in the city. What is it? Because they don't even sell bikes. Oh, okay. Okay, I got that. that. No. <laughs> it's been a joke between us. I just don't want to name them. Okay. Yeah. So let's just call it bicycle <laughs> okay, shop. Okay, let's call it yeah. the bicycle shop. The bicycle shop. So the bicycle shop started like using images of the DIY of the stuff we built. And what? Cl- and claim that they did it. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, so like things like that, like that's what I mean, like we constantly have to check people. Like yeah. because it's a community event. This community yeah. space. So we have to yeah. check this person who made really the IG. Who the hell is this person? Well it's not the thing is is it's not we, we just nobody can claim it to like benefit yeah. for themselves. Because it's right. not really any single person. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's a community effort. It's a community effort. I mean, yeah. effort you know? It's it, all the money for concrete is coming from us. Yeah, right? I was gonna and say all like, the labor is coming from us. Yeah. It's not like it's not like someone is giving us money or right. we're looking for money so we can, you know Profit <clears throat> off of profit it. Profit off yeah. it. No, it's just like they barely just paying for concrete. Right. And rebar. Right? And maybe a few burgers and beers. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's pretty much it. There's nothing else being spent yeah. on. Yeah. No yeah. one's lining their pockets with it. Right? Uh, so yeah, it kind of just like it sucks when people start doing that stuff. So we've been, you know, in like in other in other instances, we also have like you know people go in there like they'll pull in a couch from the alley and start skating it. Mm. And I'm like, all right, no, like we're past that. Mm-hmm. That's only for a skate jam. Yeah. You put it back on the street. Mm. You know, like uh, and yeah, so like things like that. Like you know, also try to make it safe. Mm-hmm. There were some things in there that people were skating. They were like, like terrifying. They were like a nightmare to look at. Yeah, because like so, it's well, it's, what what it is is we, we've got to make it like just things that are hazardous. We mm-hmm. got to kind of keep an eye on you know, yeah. like loose construction materials and things like that because there's uh, families with kids that come in and use the space. And, you know, yeah. we don't we don't want anybody any kid like 
Right. You know, hurting themselves in something that's not right. Like that shouldn't like be there in the first place. Stainless steel you know? table that was like yeah banked out. Screws sticking out of it. Stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty <laughs> wobbly. It's and they were like, they were like, well, this thing is super fun. I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. That, it's that sense of like responsibility that we have for the space because it's, it's something that we're overseeing. It's a ton of time and labor and, and good amount of money that was uh, put into it. And, you know, you just want to see it be the best that it can be and make, it's not going to make everybody happy, but you want to make it, make enough people happy, mm-hmm. like as many people as you can. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's like if you keep it clean, keep it safe, then it's like it's more family. You know, it's like the neighborhood sort of respects it more. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pays pays attention to it more, right? And and they all watch out for it. Yeah. Like they they all know who we are. The right. 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 And I feel like y'all are showing up pretty respectfully, and it shows from what like y'all are talking about right now. Like you you care about the space, yeah. and you care about it being safe, and you want more permanency in right. that space. Right. I mean, we, I, I just uh, recruited a new member, and it's my, my daughter's friend. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's trying to skate, so mm-hmm. he showed up, and I was like, I had a pair of Vans that I, I couldn't wear, and he goes, I'm like, here, dude, I'm going to give you this pair of Vans, and he was like, super stoked about it. Like, really? I'll pay you. I'll pay you for them. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you know, like, you can pay me by coming into the sh- coming in on Sunday and helping out. Yeah. Um, coming in and learning how to skate and just like this this spot's for you. Like you know, yeah. as, as much as it for me is for you, so you can come and hang out. So you don't yeah. have to like go anywhere else and like do some some other stuff or get mm-hmm. caught up on some other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. This is a positive location. It's a positive thing. Skateboarding mm-hmm. is, you know, like i like you can say is save a bunch of people's like from getting pulled into stupid stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, it's like you're in a world apart. And like, mm-hmm. you know, no one messes with you when you're on a skateboard, right? No one, like, you can be yourself. That's how skateboarding was for me. Like, you can just disappear from the rest yeah. of the world. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just like, and then you find friends. Yeah. They f- sort of like, they have the same sort of value system. Um, yeah, it kind of just turns the city into a landscape. It's kind of nice, right? And so, um, so yeah, it's so... You know, the new recruit has been showing up and he's he's there on the daily basis. He goes there from his house, he lives on thirty seventh and I think Wood and he shows up to oh, the skate spot up. on the daily basis. And he just hangs out, you know, like nice. yeah. he cleans up whenever he yeah. something's off of that and he showed showed up last Sunday, which was the most boring day to be there, right? <laughs> and he's like he's there to the end. Yeah. Like cleaning up. Yeah. So before I ask you about your each like of yours individual skate stories and how you started skating, I did want to ask about how our responsibilities distributed when like during work days. Because I remember I showed up and I didn't really know what to do. Nobody told me what to do, so I just started cleaning. Yeah. But at the end, I could tell that people were like hanging out, eating some burgers. Like I didn't really know what to do, but I wanted to help. And then I saw Shane doing all the work, oh, so I felt kind of yeah. bad. So I like, feel bad too. Yeah. Well, that's you know that day. I think when you were there, oh, the, the following week, I was given a title. Mm. Right? <laughs> they came, they said I was a fascist. Oh yes, you told me about this. <laughs> that I was a what? fascist, and they said I wouldn't be a fascist if you're not sitting around smoking weed and doing nothing, right? Like, <laughs> you need a purpose. Yeah. You know, like so, I've been I've been trying to. It's, it's all good, you know, like, it's all good if you want to come out and, like, 
and support this tons of activities. What the problem is is that you know uh, we we need to start either tackling bigger bigger projects so everybody's involved, right, or scaling down the crew for certain well, projects. Well, and we're also we're also the other thing that's interesting that's happening is we're starting to use up available room. So now, at the point that we're at, it's going to make sense to actually start planning more stuff in advance yeah. because we have less to work with mm -hmm. increasingly as features get built. Mm -hmm. right. All of a sudden, well, we were working with we were working with 1,200 square feet and now we're down to 400. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to call it a day. Yeah, Maybe that that's going to be it. Right. But as far as like the division of labor goes on those Sundays, it's very anarchic. Which is kind of awesome because it's still something still emerges from that anarchy and chaos that's yeah. going on every day, um, and it is you know everybody brings different skill sets to the table. Yeah, you know, so it's like even people that are just there, obviously you know, people but that are there to hang out and observe. They're also there to help. Know, and yeah. There to help, but it's yeah. it's it's throughout the day over the course of a Sunday. You know, some people will show up, other people will peel off, and uh, it's just this thing that just happens and turns, and all of a sudden, at the end of the day, there's something new. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. So hopefully, um, in the springtime, we'll be able to throw down. You know, like Mike said, it's like a lot more planning on it, mm -hmm. and and you know, I would like to do more structure in terms of how many people can mm -hmm. show up like mm -hmm. if we say if we say like we're going to pour this thing we need not all hands on deck yeah we need we 10 need the 10 right hands on deck to get, right to get it done, to get it done yeah. right um the nice thing is like you know it's also like other things are happening like you know this this grilling practice is happening now like i brought a grill there so like that grill is like is manned now by, uh, Patrick. by Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> like, that girl has its own story, right? Like, you picked it, like... I picked it off the alley. Nice. Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, so, like, why is some of that going to go away? Yeah. It's going to, you know, it's we're nice going to utilize it, and we cleaned it, and... Oh, well, I cleaned it, you know, and, yeah. and we use it regularly now. Mm -hmm. um, because Patrick, I think, needs to get better at lighting fires, but, you know, other than that, <laughs> other than that he's, he's, he's awesome, right? Yeah. Um, and... You know, I think well, I think he likes that that job he has, mm -hmm. that the, the grilling, you know, yeah. and, and taking photographs. I, yeah, Patrick, if that's all he's gonna do, I'm gonna be fine with it because he's great at both. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, but that's, that's what that's, I, a, that's what I mean. It's like there's there's multiple things that can happen during an event, during mm -hmm. like a poor event, like you know, like everybody has a part. It has a part. Yeah. Like yeah. And when we first started, it was like all hands on deck because we needed to go get backfill. Right, yeah. so the truck would get cover like three multiple trips of backfill mm -hmm. for it, and then you know, at the same time it's like we got to get concrete, so we all go and get concrete and come back and then we get started. Yeah. Things have become differently now. Like now it's just like we have a ton of backfill, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Or we're, we're and now like like without it, right? Well, yeah, and so now it's been like, okay, now all the hands that we needed before we don't really need as much, but they still come and hang out. Right, yeah. which is fine. It's moral support, and if we need something that you know people show up, when you showed up, you're like, I feel bad. Like Shane's, and I have the yeah. same the same feeling. Like you know, Shane's like by himself, like you know, yeah. and that's a, a lot of labor, right? Yeah, Finishing. It's a lot of labor. 
And then I, you know, I talked to him. He's like, yeah, man, it's just like, you know, one man working for four people drinking a beer. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It was like that, <laughs> well, I yeah. Think it's it also like another thing is there, there may be like, some people may be a little intimidated to yeah. work alongside Oh, Shane don't, give, like, don't give him any excuses. Because, I mean, the, <laughs> the man is a master. Yeah, yes. what he does. Very you know? concentrated, so too. I, right. Very when I was working with him, I'm just like, I don't know if I'm doing this right, but. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, here, yeah. I went up to him when he was finishing in the top of, the, of the, the snake, and I said, what's up, man? How many people do you want? Do you have, like, ten people over here? He's like, man, bro, I got this. And I'm like, oh, I get it. You want yeah. shit done right. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, some things he takes pride on it. Yeah. You know, and I understand that. You know, like, but that's also like that's why I think that scaling down the number of people that can come up like one week, a week at a time, depending on what we have to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're gonna do a big ass pour, that was gonna be like you know we're gonna cover up like a whole other section. Then we're gonna need all hands on deck. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're not. The, the the cool thing is now that we have this idea of how this is moving along, it's gonna be winter soon. Like another right. couple yeah. of weeks, and it is gonna be freezing out mm-hmm. there. And I, I think we're we're pretty much done for the season. Yeah. So right. we've got all the winter months to kind of plot ahead mm-hmm. and like apply all these things we learned and actually maybe start coming up with drawings for what we yeah. like to see. And then that way, when we do begin again for the new season we'll be able to start with something like you know solid and well mm-hmm. flushed out and, and designed and almost like because the other thing that, that has happened is when, as we pour features it's actually getting faster and faster it's uh just people are more accustomed to the flow right and there's, yeah, and the yeah. people are learning there's the process yeah. that we yeah. get, you know and like a rhythm that you get into mm-hmm. and you know because whereas before it was like to pour a six foot bank to curb would have taken like an entire day and now it'll take us like four hours mm-hmm. right to do the same exact nice. thing nice. i mean the last time we poured the top of the snake and we did the side the side of the quarter too like in one day so i mean that was that was a lot yeah so i did want to transition to mike to let us know about um because I, I had heard that you go out of your way and fix like certain kinks at skate parks so like I heard you're like I, Burnham's I like do. handyman where you like fix things. So tell so us about that. It's that, that it's something that I started doing. Um, it's not anything that I can even like really point at and take prideful credit for because I haven't really done it all that much yet. Um, but what I started doing a few years ago is uh, you know I started driving around to various skate parks and Burnham. 31st Street has got a very special place in my heart. That's one of my favorite parks to go to, regardless of, you know, all the other new, more modern parks around. Mm-hmm. And I started looking at things, and I started going, wow, you know, this place would be 100% better if this was patched or if this crack was covered up or something. So I just started loading supplies in my car, and uh, it, it kind of snowballed. I ended up buying a generator so I could bring like a grinder in there and actually like start to smooth the, yeah. the concrete in the bowl. But um, I, I just do a little patch up maintenance when I can. You know, yeah. I haven't, it hasn't been like a project. I'm hoping that maybe that maybe I'll have more leisure time available to me in the coming year that mm-hmm. I'll be able to pick that up some more. Um, but I'm not the only one. It's actually it's interesting. Um, there's uh, Steve Badgett, who mm-hmm. lives down in Hyde Park, who is uh, 
the builder of Simpark. Simpark, which was a wooden bowl uh, mm -hmm. art installation that was at the Hyde Park Art Center in mm. 2000. Mm. And the bowl at 31st Street Park is actually supposed to be modeled after that. And it was the original okay. bowl was actually a lot bigger, and they shrank it down for 31st. But Steve uh, was actually also going there and doing some work, and he like replaced the drain in the kidney oh, bowl. Did? Yeah, he did. He he huh. he, uh, he built like a two by four frame that fell into there, and he screwed like I mean it was very. Um, he put a screwed a street street sign to it, so it was just like covered up. Um, I actually found that exact drain at Menards and replaced it. And I have Steve Badgett's thing that he built. That's an art piece. You better it, hold on to it. It absolutely is. It's sitting <laughs> in my garage. You're hanging on the wall. It's, 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 uh, it was like, you know, his, his, the Simpark Bowl is in, <laughs> is in San Francisco's uh, Supreme. Oh. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah, don't sell that. I mean, the guy's been in Documenta. It's been, it's been like really yes. Whoa, you have a valuable piece right there. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like right now in my bag, I have a, a rub brick and some some plumber's pipe that I used to fix like cracks and ledges. Yeah, you're and stuff. ready. You know, I'm just ready. If someone's not 100 percent skatable, I'll make it. You yeah, know, make it yeah. skatable. So sure. Um, I but. It, 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 the long term is that I want to see Burnham improved. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of potential there that's like hidden away in that park um, that just needs some time and effort, you know. And if it's whether it's going to be the city that that takes on that that effort, or if it's just going to be individuals that go there, it just it needs to happen. Let's see who does it first. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? I think that's great. I think that you're taking a really um, great initiative to get that started and rolling and I think people are like looking up to you because I was really impressed when I heard about this like oh, independent wow. project that you were doing <laughs> and I think like as someone like me who just started skating recently like every day like those would be really great lessons to learn and to apply that at, like my local or like at any other skate park that I skate like I don't like that I want to repatch something or do yeah. something about it yeah like we need to stop depending on other people or like companies and corporations to, or the city right. itself to and get wait things. for how yeah. long exactly while it goes through the paperwork yeah. process yeah yeah you know when we can just fix it now right so just a transition i didn't want to know about your skate stories like how you started skating why is it that you're because a lot of people like skate and then they stop right like i'm sure that there's a lot of friends that you have that just like don't skate anymore at all yeah. So what is like the drive that allows you to keep skating at this day and age? And uh, why do you still love it, right? Like after so many years? I like the sound of it. <laughs> yeah? Okay. I really enjoy the, the sound. sound. The sound of wheels going down the pavement. I never thought, yeah. I, I, I don't know why I always liked it, but you know, my love of skateboarding has been, um, since I was, I think like nine or 10 years old. I was a little kid in Mexico, and my dad came back from Texas and dropped off this new toy he found, you know, on my on my bed. It's like I got you something, yeah. Not knowing how much I was gonna get into it, not knowing that it was gonna be like like a thing that it like guide my my attention for years up till now, right? That it was one of those things. Like he was like, oh, it's, this is the new coolest thing, you know. It's like 
early 80s, late 70s, you know, like early 80s, here's, 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 a, here's a skateboard, you know, it's all the rage in the United States or whatever, and I was remembering like going down to the plaza in my hometown of Mexico and like rolling around with this thing that barely knew how to skate it and mm-hmm. roll on it, and, and ever since then, you know, once we moved to the United States, uh, I didn't have a skateboard, I've forgotten all about skateboarding until I saw a, one of my neighbors roll down a big board. It was like a Nash Executioner, right? <laughs> Mike's laughing because he knows what I'm talking toy about. Toy store board. It's a toy store board. It's like a big, yeah. wide board. They have, like, I forgot the, the animal on it. But it, it, I come, come to find out that a lot of people started on that board, right? Mm. So, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, it's like, I know how to ride one of those. So I started started riding, like, he'll let me tell me his board. And then I started getting into it again. At that point, I went and got my own Nash Executioner, right? Because I couldn't escape my friends. Mm-hmm. So I, that's how I started skip back and skateboarding. And after that, like, you know, that led to another, led to another, led to another. And, you know, I, by that point, I was, like, fully immersed in skateboarding. And I love the tricks. I, I love what it did for me, you know, because like, Chicago was very stifling when I got here. Like, I come from, like, a big, big sky space, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Chicago was always, like, kind of, you know, kind of like compress me like mm-hmm. to what I could do when I got into skateboarding I really started finding out that you know for one I had friends lots of friends right and also that the friends that I had got the same thing in common as that I did that we couldn't be bound to the area like let's get on the train let's go down to Belmont let's go downtown let's go down to Oak Street Beach mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's just like the city became like I said it's just like the landscape mm-hmm. I was just like whoa shit, I can go anywhere mm-hmm. and then skateboarding became even more and I got really into it you know and by that time it was like the early 90s and I got really into it then it was like let's go on a skate strip here let's go on a skate strip there and it's like skateboarding was like all you know and it's still part of you know part of what I am what I what I do now I mean it's like skateboarding it's like I can't stop doing it yeah even if I even if I can't do tricks anymore like that I used to be able to do, I still like love riding around the skateboard. I love the way it feels. I love bombing hills, right? I like going fast. Mm-hmm. I like the way that that puts me in control, and also puts me to mercy too, because I could die. <laughs> 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 that adrenaline rush. Yeah. That you're like, well, it's not. Yeah. It's this is an adrenaline rush. Yes, but just control over your own fate. Yeah, and it's but it's like it's so much fun though. Yeah. It's truly, it's truly fun, you know, and, and, and that's why it keeps me going on it. I haven't lost the, the affection of the, how much fun it can be, mm-hmm. right? It's almost like liberating. Mm-hmm. Like some days it's just like, you know, um, when I'd be, I, was in the, I would be in the studio and I'd be like, I, I'm like, I'm kind of, you know, congested with things. I, I, I need a break. I need, I'll go skateboarding. I'll go skateboarding and everything would disappear. All mm-hmm. my anxiety would be gone, right? And I'll be like, oh. All I got to do is do a wall ride and I'll feel better. Yeah. Right? Or I'd like do a fast grind and I'll do better. Or like whatever. You know, it's like any movement within the skateboard and control of that sort of, it, was, it feels so damn good. Yeah. Right? And that is like, that's why it's still part of my, I don't, there's nothing like it for me. You know, I haven't found anything that can replace it. So. Thanks for sharing. I'm like, I'm thinking about like, for me, it gives me a sense of freedom, right? Yeah. And like, you're, it's something that you can control. Like, there's other variables of things in life that you can't control, but when you're on your board, 
mm-hmm. you're able to control like the tricks that you do and like how you're feeling oh yeah i mean it's just like and even like maneuvering is all it's always this i mean getting around the city is like you know like if you i mean i come from an area where there was no skate parks right i'm not from california i'm not from texas there was no skate parks in chicago right in the city so for me it was like street skating mm-hmm. right it was a form of transportation and it's a way to get around and it was also a way to like you know show off like how comfortable you gotten on the, on the board like the level of confidence like yeah. doing big alleys like you know like doing stupid things like big stair sets and gaps or whatever and and rails just like dominating the city mm-hmm. was like super exhilarating right like there was no obstacle that can stop you that's what yeah i'm still very fond of street skating yeah you know all i think it's a lot harder than than a lot of other types of skating because it, it requires a lot of more imagination you know like maybe some i'm gonna get a i'm gonna get some you know backlash on that one but you know i think it just makes you more um fully aware of what your potentials are you're constantly yeah. looking for that challenge that exists already that is not meant to be skated yeah to give the problem solving yeah exactly yeah. and it's like and that part of it is still very very pronounced like you know skate parks it could be designed by skaters all the time but it's like you telling me what i can do on this right but not necessarily tell me what i can do but it's built for skateboarding mm-hmm. when stuff is not it's like so much more fun because it is problem solving yeah because you're seeing the potential of something that is not meant to be there right right that's really cool yeah thanks for sharing yeah uh i mean juan nailed it uh, you know in in terms of it's the the sense of freedom is what it was for me i started i it's it's funny i think uh we, we can peg like the, 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 the official start date is the, the year that you get your first real board, right? Yeah. So it was 86 for me. <laughs> I got a Santa Cruz board. I, so prior to I that. I had Sims. I had, uh, well, prior to that, though, my non-real board was a Volterra. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> she knows what that is. I got to look these um, up yeah, yeah, So that was pre-86, post-86, <laughs> real board comes along. Um, <laughs> I'm a kid in the suburbs and this thing is just landed in my lap and it makes me want to explore and i ended up all over the place you know and i met people like in the the late 80s early 90s i'd started coming downtown mm-hmm. on the cta it was 75 cents if you were under 13 years old at mm-hmm. that time and we just started taking the train downtown it was like it, it like opens up this this desire to see new places and find mm-hmm. new things mm-hmm. and that was always like the most important thing for me was just meeting new people finding new things to skate and you're just constantly exploring and I think it's it's been with me it's it's been the only thing that's one of the very few things that it has been a constant in my life it was always there I could always lean on skateboarding it was like sounds cliche but you know there's a cliche thing about skateboarding saving my life i think there's some truth to that there's a lot of truth you know? and for a lot of people so now after 35 some odd years of doing it you know you start to look back and you start thinking uh i always think about what uh jake phelps uh the late editor of uh, Thrasher said 
again, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have this memorized, but it was something to the effect of skateboarding owes you nothing. If anything, you owe skateboarding. Mm. So now I'm like, well, yeah, I probably do at some point because I've been, I've been using it to emotionally and spiritually support myself all these years. I want to give something back now. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's like I sacrifice a lot for skating. What's that? No, I sacrifice yeah. a lot for skating. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you definitely. There's there's a number of people that actually like over the years that I look back, I'm just like these these are the absolute pillars of the skate community in Chicago. Why is it one of those people? Um, God, I just opened myself up to start name dropping them. I don't want to do because I'll be here forever. <laughs> um, you know, everybody at Uprise, and it's like, there's just all these people I've always looked up to for all these years, um, you know, that I've been fortunate enough to meet through mm-hmm. this stupid little four-wheeled toy. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, here's this opportunity to actually give back mm-hmm. somehow and actually make something for the skate community. Has it been difficult to keep skateboarding in your life? Because I'm, because like for me, like I get older and like I have very limited free time, right? And so like mm-hmm. I know that I love skateboarding, and so I put it in my schedule and I make sure that I take time to practice it because I love it so much. But I think like as you get older and you get more responsibilities, like does mm-hmm. it become harder? It has become harder. I mean, I have a family. Mm-hmm. I have a studio practice and our yeah. practice out too. Um, a buy too and you know but that doesn't stop me even if I don't skate every day anymore like you know I, I kind of gave up on skating every day like that's not a thing anymore so there was a point where you were like every day every, every day. I mean there was yeah. a point that's like you know I had to skate every day yeah. at, least, at least you know but then again you know it's like if you think about it from skating from being really involved like I could spend 12 hours skating a day a day easily Right. There was not there was not no second guessing it. Mm. Right. Um, And then it became like, oh, you need to have a job so you can skate. Yeah. Right. So I would have a job so I could skate. So the jobs were like six, eight hours. Right. And then the rest of my time was skateboarding. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever slept. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but that's like that was like but then it's like, you know, other responsibilities that are equally important as skating started Mm -hmm. taking taking over like, you know my art practice started happening. So like, you know, that sort of took over a little bit like, oh, I can't go skate because I got this thing to do, mm-hmm. right? And then, oh, now I, I like, I'm in a relationship, right? I mean, uh, I, can't, I can't diss this person anymore mm-hmm. like I used to diss all the others because, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to go skate. I kind of mm-hmm. like this person, mm-hmm. right? So like that started like taking over and then my skateboarding sort of like started like dwindling down, mm-hmm. but it's never like, you it's never, never fully stopped. You're never fully, yeah. fully stopped. Even, yeah. even if I don't, like, skate for a week or two weeks, yeah. like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like, as soon as, like, if I see, like, if I feel it, or if I, or someone calls me, it's like, hey, we're going to the marsh, or we're going to hit up this spot, you want to come? I'm like, I'm in the yeah. car, I'm gone, right? Or, like, yeah. if it's nearby, I'm, I'm there. Like, yeah. whatever, because it's still, like, that important to me, right? I, I can make time for it. I mean, when I turn 50, my whole goal of the entire day was to spend 12 hours skating mm-hmm. right that was the whole day that's that's one why i day. wanted to, yeah one day of skating like no another like i spent 12 hours doing artwork i spent 12 hours with my family i spent 12 hours you know in my house all the time like i wanted to spend 12 hours skateboarding right and that was like 
the best. I mean, I remember like I packed up my my bike, I put my backpack, I put a twelve pack of beer, a full long sandwich, ready. <laughs> right? <laughs> ready, no stopping, <laughs> no stopping. I was gonna just I'm gonna like put my bike, I'm gonna ride the bike path, I'm gonna put my board in the in the bag, you know, and I'm like I'm like mm-hmm. what, I'm gonna start with Will uh, with Burnham, and I'm gonna make it all the way up to wherever I can go mm-hmm. and like you skate the whole day long like you know just have a good time yeah. right like those are the kind of things that I love to do when mm-hmm. I you know one of the things that I used to love skating when I when I started skating a lot I used to love long distance skating like mm-hmm. mission skating mm-hmm. like st- yeah. we used to start out from I I moved to Pilsen in the mid 80s mid 90s and my friend Dave and I and then we used to go uh, from our apartment on 18th and May to downtown right because we're like, you either take the bus or you can skate it. Yeah. So we're like, we'll skate it. Yeah. First thing, like, first things, you got to ollie the train tracks, right? So we ollie the train tracks and then we keep going. And then we have to go to Max through Maxwell Street and don't get chased by dogs. Don't get caught by the, by the dogs that are chasing you. Then we're going to hit the UIC bank, right? Um, and then head into downtown. Once you're, like, in Greek town, you're like, well, I'm downtown. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, and then from then on, we just, like, go hear the Sears Tower banks and you know and the yellow curve and then go be in downtown and scumbags next thing you know like we waking up you know six in the morning at oak street beach yeah right like i think that's amazing because you're like as you're talking you're kind of like mapping out all these spots on your way to like the loop and i think that's amazing that now in your brain like you've like mapped out like all the the skatable spots in the city on your way i don't know yeah i think about that a lot yeah, it's it's skateboarding definitely gives you a unique perspective yeah. on the city. Yeah. It's 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 we view it from a completely different mm-hmm. lens than mm-hmm. a lot of other yeah. people, you know. Yeah. So what about you? Have you have you sacrificed anything for skateboarding? I mean so at my age thirty <coughs> something um i don't get like, like you know I, I don't get blocks of time to commit to skateboarding anymore it's just that's just not happening i'll squeeze in like a half hour one you're night. constantly skating yeah you're I constantly am. skating yeah, like, like i would see you at wolf like every sunday time. or something yeah yeah but main, my main days and i gotta give a shout out to kenny sadler here um I skate with the old crew, the old dudes that we, you know, we drive around to the various parks, and yeah. it was always a Sunday morning. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I on you the You're one of those yeah. those crews, yeah. So, I guess, you know, like with with, I I took my Sunday skate days and just said, you know what, we're just these are going to be the build days because that's what we agreed to do Sundays. Oh yeah. Now, so it's like that's been the bulk of what I've been doing on the days that I used to skate. But that mm-hmm. was, I still would love to set aside like an entire day and just recreate that, even for just a moment. The time where it was like, you took breaks from skateboarding to do other stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Because that was the central thing. Right. And now it's no longer the central thing, you know? Now it's like, you know, a house and a mortgage and car payments and and house that's falling apart and whatnot and then trying to squeeze in skateboarding outside of that yeah but it never it never leaves you it will always haunt you and that's why you want to make 
I mean, time. <laughs> even I know a lot of people that stop skating, mm-hmm. but they never stop hanging around the people they still skate. Mm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. there's something about about it, like this, like the the um, connections that were formed, uh, the relationships that were formed through skateboarding. Mm-hmm. They're so solid to this day. I mean, for me, they are. Like you know, it's like my friend Serge. He used to be an amazing skater. He doesn't skate at all, but he still buys boards. Mm. Like, like okay. he just hangs them up. Yeah, like he, yeah. I mean, he, 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 you know, he puts them together, and yeah. then like they're sitting there right there. So like, he doesn't skate, but he'll like he'll have a board ready. Yeah. Right, like in case he something happens. Say, yeah. You know, and, and I know a lot of people that do that. Like you know, they're they're like even though like life has changed so much, there's also like, you know, a physical like. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm talking in Spanish. Like, Say it in Spanish. Uh, entregándose. Like, you know, that you... you um, that, that there's a there's a level of, you know, commitment that comes through skateboarding, mm-hmm. right? That you would never be able to get to get off your back. It's like... And you're, once you're committed, you're committed. Because you know all of the work that needs to be put in to get to this one trick. But once you have it, you got it. Yeah. And it becomes addicting. You know, one of the things that I, of skateboarding has always been addicted to me. Yeah. It's when when uh-huh. I get when when you get really comfortable and you get really good, and then you then skateboarding gods make you fall, really <laughs> skateboarding hard. Skateboarding gods. <laughs> like yeah. you know, and there's nothing that skate school can can ever ever teach you. It's you know, it's it's when you're gonna eat it, you're gonna eat it. Yeah. Right. And you never know when you're gonna eat it. No. Right. But the hardest thing is getting back on it, mm. and that has been really addictive to me. Mm. Like now, like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't, Skate God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Skate God, no, I owe you something. I paid enough. Yeah. You, you got to get back up. You got to get back up. And right? I think once you start, like, falling and you're just, like, getting used to, yeah, like, falling, getting back up, it just becomes, like, nothing. Yeah, I always found out that it's, like, when you got really comfortable, like, yeah. when you're really comfortable at, like, Oh, you, oh, I got this, and confident, yeah. right? Like, oh, I got this. Yeah. That's when you're going to eat it the hardest. Mm. And you're going to eat it in, like, the stupidest trick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have had those tricks where I'm like, I had this, but then, no, you just fall. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I did, I wanted to loop back around, because I know we're really short on time, but what what are your goals for the DIY space in 2023 or what are your your skate goals individual goals for for the next year like in general the skate goals yeah skate, skate goals or DIY goals skate more often and build that DIY more fun yeah I mean it's as simple as that like you know there's so many things the goals for the DIY is to really get it completed like I mean, to, whatever complete is well complete is meaning like finish out the other side Mm. Yeah. Do you right. think it's always going to be evolving? I, I at one point it won't, right? At so, one point it's okay. going to be like it's done, right? Okay. But from here to next year, I think next year, twenty twenty three, spring to summer, you know, weather permitting, like, right? We're gonna, we're gonna keep pushing forward. You know, there's ideas already like being generated. What needs to be in that spot? But mm. you know, nothing that's been solidified. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the things I told like is the is is the uh, the fire hole remakes. Mm. I also want to like you know been talking about doing a volcano, 
in the yeah. center. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that like keep going back and forth, like in our in our, my mind, like you know, it's like there's uh, if you ever been to Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, like in the downtown, the court, the the court of the, uh, they what they have? Well, the courthouse plaza. There's this giant brick like swoop wall ride. It's super hard to skate, mm-hmm. right? But I was like always like that thing is super cool, mm-hmm. right? So can we do one of those? I don't know. We did a little one. In the same idea, the, the back end of that. That course. one that you're, what you were working on. Yeah, yeah and that yeah. thing is like, whoa. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Mike trying to skate that. I'm like, guy, oh, I, I, I got in a couple of kick turns on it. But. Yeah. But the quarter is a lot of fun, by the way. Yeah. It's so a slasher. It's a slasher. Yeah. yeah. It's actually, it's actually not as difficult to hit. Mm-hmm. As you no, no, it's, it's a slasher. It. it kind of it gives you. That one in the back. Yeah. 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 It gives you a good. Uh, launches you yeah yeah i I think um a a goal for me for this for the di well for skateboarding is just to keep skating yeah Yeah. i feel blessed every every day that i'm still able to do it Mm -hmm. um but for for the spot it's uh, you know i'm i I think a lot of us are kind of like on pins and needles right now because Mm -hmm. uh there's we don't know what the future of the spot is going to be how the city is going to decide to you know see that space move forward like. so don't um, don't mention the city oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> we can always delete that yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can always yeah. delete that sorry. yeah we're, well we're, we're but we're you know the the goal is to to make it grow into something that is right Permanent to mm-hmm. the community, and, it, and and that the community feels like it belongs to them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's it's uh, just to see like a multi-use space for. I've lived in the neighborhood for a few years now, like going eight years, and and it, it's that stretch of road was just nothing. It was mm-hmm. it was dead. It was mm-hmm. nobody would come out. You never yeah. see people walking down the street. There's a lot more pedestrians now. There's a lot more people like using. And you'll have like the, a garden space the, the, in the, the front. Public too. Space yeah. And, and, and there's nets. I'm amazed that we went this far without even bringing that up. The the garden stuff is amazing. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. uh, Zach and Adelaide, and a number of people put a lot of effort mm-hmm. into into that. And it's like that's it's not just the skateboarding. Right. You know, it's like the whole. What what is the bigger picture of what this thing is? Yeah, that's and that's you know? that's why I think it's going to set it aside uh, and and hopefully save it. I mean, I again a lot of people walking by and they're like, "But thank you for doing this. This is what we need. As long as mm-hmm. we can keep the neighborhood like folks happy, right? There's certain mm-hmm. things we want to keep keep down, right? Like be respectful to the neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. If you go there, this this unwritten rules that you know, unless you're a complete like. Uh, jag off you're gonna blow them off right like you know don't skate there past like dark yeah. right like the neighbors they have we're between two residential, mm-hmm. residential mm-hmm. buildings neighbors hang out in the backyard all the time you know like with that comes like some level of respect for mm-hmm. them that you need to have with it yeah right um and so that's super important to maintain and whatever is possible like you know if uh, don't use it as your couch, right? Like, don't go there and pull out the bong, mm-hmm. right? All that shit is legal, 
Like, you know, like you can bring a couple of joints, that's fine. But don't start rolling your weed. Yeah. Right, you know, because it's not, not that I don't, that I care. Be mindful. Yeah. It's just mindful of, of others, right? right, right. Of others. And if you need to use the bathroom, like, you know, you got to force it out. You go to the gas the station, gas station the the whatever. Um, because there is no bathrooms there, yeah. right? Like, and we don't want to piss off the neighbors. Right, so it's right, really right, important. Right. It's really ask, important. Yeah, ask everybody to mm-hmm. treat that place as if it was something that you live next to. Right. Like, how would you yeah. want people to behave there? You know, it's 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 something. It, it is something very special. Right. It's very unique to the city. It's it's unique to skateboarding in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't. You know, we want everybody that goes there to appreciate that. Right. So. You know, if you drink beer, take the cans with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, you know, bathroom yourself. Yeah. We have right? There hasn't really been much of that, though. You know? Well, that, that, the, the people have been it's, mindful of that. Yeah. And the other rule that, is, that we need to say is like, no rollerblading. <laughs> really? Are you serious about that? Why is that? Why is that? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, rollerbladers, not roller skaters. Don't get me confused. So rollerbladers are the ones inline. with the inline. Yeah. Okay, okay. Why they, no inline? One's got a history. I got a history. Wait, what? Tell, you yeah. Are, you I, I'm, really, I'm really prejudiced <laughs> okay. about that. You know, and this comes... I'm going to show up with my inlines. Yeah, well... <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> I think you're, you're sealing the I deal for some, yourself. No, I have some, but... I mean, I don't think that's even a space that I would feel comfortable doing inline. No, like, the reason, want, here's like, a reason. Here's a reason, right? Like, and this goes back to, like, me skating downtown and uh, being territorial, okay, so right? Okay, okay, okay. It's that everything, like, we fought for spots. Mm. Right? Yeah, that makes, okay, yes. We fought for spots. We, we laid all the ground. We did all the hard work yeah. for spots, right? We made it comfortable. We created relationships. We did it like, you know, yeah. we work hard. Right. Right? For the spot. You mean we as like skate, skate skateboarders. Skateboarders, skateboarders yes. right? Okay. Like, we did all of that. Yeah. Right? We invented tricks. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You have not. <laughs> no, there was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't and, know. And, and, I've and, seen and, some crazy inline tricks. I'm not saying that I haven't. I'm not disrespecting them. Mean, I'm just not disrespecting them. Yeah, I'm just saying, in this spot, yeah, skateboarding only. Only, that right? Roller skates, cool. Okay. Roller no, blades. no, no inline. <laughs> no inline. It almost seems like there should be like specific. Right, and I should, should have a sign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have no only done this. And the only no, and the only trick that I want though. you to that we all want you to learn at the 35th DIY. Right? Uh-huh. It's a one foot ollie, ollie north. You You have to master this. it. I'm relearning them. Did you ask everybody in your crew to everybody's do these tricks? Everybody's got to learn like it. Everybody's got to learn it. Yes. Initiation. You got to do it now. Okay, I got to practice. Yeah. yeah, it's a super easy trick. It's awesome. <laughs> and it makes you look so much cooler than anything in life. Okay, okay, <laughs> Especially okay, if you float it. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, no inline. Okay, I mean, I, I see your point. It's pretty valid. Like, you make, yeah, good points. Um, last it's pretty valid. Question. It's pretty valid. <laughs> it's pretty valid, okay. <laughs> you invented those tricks. I fully realize, I fully realize like, how, how ridiculous that sounds. It does sound ridiculous, but... <laughs> but, you okay. know, it is... 
it's, but it's your part. One, one has to have one. He's entitled. I am one a fascist. Grumpy, grumpy old man. <gasps> grumpy old skater. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I just don't think. I like they don't bother me. Yeah. Do you want us to cut this out? No. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Like, people are going to, like, I'm going to get canceled? Like, okay. <laughs> the don't, skater don't is like... going to go after you? There, oh, there, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there was a point where there was a very <laughs> now active I just... and sometimes even violent rivalry between two camps. But nobody under a certain age would recognize that time. <laughs> so, now I, what I just did is that if this you know rollerbladers are gonna go skate at more now because I said no rollerblading. Yeah. You think you they are? Just, yeah, they're gonna spite. If they watching this, yes. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they're like that like, Jake. No, no <laughs> I think that there isn't a big like inline skate community in Chicago. I haven't seen that many. Like I've seen like the roller skates, the quads. Yeah. I've seen folks you shredding like the well, that's, Cicero Bowl. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah. see, it's like that's fine. Yeah, so you don't gotta worry about it because I don't think there's a lot of inline skaters. <laughs> don't worry about Skate it. Skate no. gods, please. <laughs> <laughs> so drop the bomb on them. Final question to close off: um, Why do you skate, and what makes you truly happy in life? Oh boy! <laughs> Wait, how long are we? Wait, I think we, we we you already asked why do we skate, right? Usually has one skate. Did I well in yeah. final final like words final why thoughts. do you skate? Yeah. Because why? there why? Because like in, in like one sentence or like one word answer. And then what makes you truly happy in life? Well, I skate because it's fun. Yeah. Plain and simple. You know? It's the funnest thing I've ever ever made. I've ever had. You know, like the funnest thing, funnest endeavor ever. Like I can just like I said. If I had the responsibilities that I have in life, I would disappear into skateboarding world again, right? And yeah. then I'll be very happy, right? What makes me happy in life? Being able to do those simple things that, I, that I'm able to do in my life, that I'm able to maintain, that's what makes me happy, right? I'm able to maintain my career, I'm able to maintain my family, and I'm able to maintain my life in skateboarding and all the other things in my interests. Uh, I, I skate seriously because it's there. I really have no idea why I skate. I never really asked myself that. Um, I think at this point I'm almost afraid to find out. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, I'm going to keep doing it. It's always been with me. Um, it's part of what makes me happy. I think the thing that makes me most happy at present is uh, goes back to the DIY. I love showing up at the DIY and just seeing people enjoying it and mm-hmm. just having just a genuinely good time there and just knowing that that's the kind of like part of your legacy that you're sort of passing on is you built this weird, cool, fun thing for mm-hmm. other people and it makes them very happy, at least for that moment that they're there. And mm-hmm. in turn, that makes me incredibly happy mm-hmm. to see that so that's beautiful yeah. yeah I did feel really happy when I was there like I good. felt the joy <laughs> I felt the joy I felt the community yeah. yeah good good times yeah good times well thanks for coming out on this uh-huh. crazy weather thank you to calm down for a bit yeah. yeah thank you for having us yes and, uh, 
Shouts out to all the good folks in skateboarding out there. Yes. You know, I don't know Prosper, but Prosper, I will visit you soon. Yes. Right? Um, Shouts out to Uprise, my homies forever. Um, All the skaters that I've met, you know, through the DIY, shouts out to them, right? Um, To uh, our boy Reggie, you know, like who's all out there, like, you know, flowing around above us. Watching over us. Watching over us and skateboarding, right? Uh, You know, and to one of the people that really got it, got me going in skateboarding from the beginning with Stevie Dredd. I know you, you're not listening, but I know you probably will, <laughs> right? And you're going to start hitting me up as soon as you, uh, you hear me say that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So Stevie Dredd, you know, right yes. on. Thanks for coming. Yeah, Hope and to those great it. influences. All right, keep shredding, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me stop this. Let me stop this.